Coming up on the show, we are going to explore the cues of Walt Disney World. That's coming up on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 200. And I know you would think what we would have, you know, put something more spectacular together for 200, right? Sure. It's not like we, it's not like we forgot that it was 200. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Forget it all. So this is also Monday, April the 1st. So it's also April Fool's Fool's Day. (laughs) Yeah. We forgot it was episode 200 and April Fool's Day. Yeah. That's why we're doing this episode. It's April Fool that we're yeah. we're gonna do the real two hundredth episode next time. So yeah, there you have it. This is just an April Fool that it's episode. This is an April Fool's joke. We're actually gonna spend an hour talking about cue lines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> that that is the real joke here. <laughs> right. That we're actually going to spend an hour talking about cue lines. Yeah. By the way, did I introduce myself? My name is John and I am joined by Adam. Allow myself to introduce myself. myself. <laughs> I'm Adam. Of course. I'm Rich- my name is Richie Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens that at the time of recording, they just announced about the strollers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess you could say this is kind of a combo episode, but we're going to talk about cues, but it made me kind of think of the strollers. Right, yeah. And I feel like there's... <clears throat> potential for pushback on this just because of where they yeah. set the height right because i was looking at mine and mine's i don't think mine's very big and yeah. i have you know it's, it's, a, it's a stroller that's like built for two you know but it is like at its tallest point it does exceed the 31 inch height by about three inches hmm. yeah and see and i don't see like that would be too bulky or something to, to push around or that would be a problem but yet it would be under the height that they've left pretty much and like how strict is this going to be yeah are they going to have at every turnstile these little height indicators that you have like for riding a ride that has right they're going to measure the strollers (laughs) as they go in exactly and and are they going to confiscate them um it's just like are they going to are they going to confiscate your lighter and cigarettes apparently now those that are when they go in the park i guess confiscate that as contraband I mean, if you're at Magic Kingdom, are they going to make you go all the way back to the parking lot and put it back in your car? That would take I, another hour just to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Same way with, the, you know, the strollers, you know. So it's going to be interesting. How do, you, how do you enforce these things? Yeah. And, Hire um, more security. And how, you know, like I said, how strict is it? Are you like, if you're just barely outside the measurement, are you going to be able to go in? Yeah. I feel but like... That, I mean, I feel like it's going to be depending on the cast member you get, you know, the, right. the power-hungry one, or the most people are like, meh, it's fine, go on in. Well, see, I feel as though they're meant to target the wagons, especially. Yeah, and that makes sense. Which I, and I totally get that. That is not the place for the yeah, wagons. I've seen them a lot, yeah. It's it's just not. It's not, it doesn't work out very well as far as, I mean, there are like, some of these, though, like I've seen them comments on social media, there's like they're they're pulling around like a like a toddler condominium or something, the way the way it's all set up in there. I mean, yeah. I would like to get in there, right? And, <laughs> Take uh, a nap while or, someone drags you around yeah. the park. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, it's just it's a little over the top. It's a little overkill. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm thinking in my case, I'm like, okay, this is like just outside the the height range. 
am I going to be able to take this? Now, granted, by the time that I, we actually take our trip, Livy's no longer going to be in that infant car seat that it's meant to, to hold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, she would be in a different section of it, but it's still meant to be a two-seater. And I'm thinking, will that change the height some? It's definitely not too long. You know, I just stuff like that. And yeah. to me, having one in front of the other is way better than having them side by side, even though that's the kind Disney has now. I mean, don't they? Don't they do the side by side ones, or am I thinking? Am I thinking of that wrong? They used to have doubles. I'm trying to think. Do they? Hmm. But I was trying to think with the doubles, you know, because they make doubles that are one in front of the other, but then they make doubles that are side by side. Yeah, I think Disney. And I, does the double side by sides? I can't remember though. It's See, because I would think I would think it's just better having one in front of the other, which yeah. is kind of like those <laughs> those blue strollers from back in the day that I'm sure you remember. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> the Disney had mm-hmm. those things. I mean, you could actually fit two in one of those. They had a way of doing that because um, mm-hmm. the seat like moved back or something or laid down or I don't remember. Yeah. I think my brother and I ended up having to share one at some point, but <laughs> you know they still got strollers for us, and we were like I don't know seven or eight. So yeah. um, I've been wanting to get one of those strollers that has the like stand in the back where like your older kid can stand on the back, but you can push the the younger one in the stroller. It's kind of like those stand up lawnmowers. <laughs> I, sort of, I guess, but it's like it has a spot. For the uh, older one to stand up, but he's still off, like on the stroller, and the younger one huh. can be in it. I need, I want to get one of those, but those might be banned too by now. I don't know. True. I haven't heard Universal or uh, SeaWorld or any of them say anything about it, so maybe they'll they'll make that as a selling point. Like, hey, you yeah. can bring your stroller here. Right. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, I just thought I'd mention at the top. I yeah. I feel a little bit like they set that height range so that. It's just barely above their strollers. Right. <laughs> and I, I can't just, and I know it might sound somewhat cynical, but the way things have been going lately, it's almost like anytime something like this comes up, I feel like, okay, they're making money off of this somehow. Or they're making, they're getting more revenue. Yeah. But they used to be the strollers were just a deposit and you got the deposit back. But I think there's actually a price for them plus a deposit now. Correct. Well, I, I, the last time I, well, the only time I did it, I paid for the week, and I regretted it instantly, but I, I think you can just do it daily, and I don't think you have to put a deposit down. I think it's just a certain cost per day. Okay. Because, see, back in the day, they used to just, you paid a deposit, and if you returned the stroller, you got your money back. Like, oh. you didn't have a charge. No, they they definitely don't do that. <laughs> they definitely don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. But I was thinking they charged, but I thought they also still accepted the deposit just in case you didn't bring the stroller back. <laughs> but it's probably easier for them to track them nowadays compared to when it was back in the eighties as well. So, yeah, probably. Um, or they probably just they're mostly made of plastic now, so they probably don't really even care. Uh, those um, things have the worst weight distribution. If you put anything on the back of it, it tips over immediately. Really? If there's no kid in it, and you put like a bag or something over this over the handles. It immediately falls over. The only thing I would say that's good about using their strollers is even if someone takes yours or walks away with it or what have you, which I've not had that issue with personal property thus far, but if they happen to take the the rented stroller, the only thing, all you have to do is go show your receipt to the 
the next yeah, nearest place exactly, that has yeah. them, and you get a new one. So, and anytime you park hop, you you have to go and just pick up another one anyway. Yeah, you don't park hop with them, obviously. Right. So, so you know, you drop off. But same with wheelchairs or scooters. You pay mm-hmm. for it once, and it's good the whole day, or whatever, however long you paid for. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. But as, so, far as, as far as smoking goes, though, uh, Magic Kingdom already lost their smoking area, didn't they? I don't know of another one. I can't think of another one. I'm not a smoker myself, but I knew the, the Tomorrowland one was pretty much the one where everybody went and now is uh, closed off for Tron construction. So that's been closed for a while now. Right. Well, that's another one that's hard to enforce because there's plenty of people I'd seen like walking around that were getting one in. Yeah, just yeah. tucked away in a in a corner somewhere. Yeah, probably. Or even the bathroom. Oh, really? Hmm. I've not noticed that before, but it doesn't Smoking surprise in me. In the boys' room. Yeah. But they're supposed to be doing this outside the park right now. They're supposed to have designated areas, so I'm curious where at Magic Kingdom they're going to put a smoking area. I don't know. I don't see a whole lot, unless they're going to... In their expansion of the walkway between Contemporary and and the Magic Kingdom, they're going to add a smoking area. I don't know. Dang, good question. But anyway. And this includes vaping, by the way, for those that maybe didn't know. No, I actually didn't know. I assumed it did, but... No vapes. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, that was... I just wanted to get that one in there since it was just released and we could discuss it for a little bit, but... Sure. I feel like there's going to be a little bit of pushback on this, maybe a little there enough to make them want to adjust some of the the ruling on it. Maybe I don't know something. No, there's no doubt something needed to be done because, like we just said, some of that stuff is just ridiculous. Like carrying yeah. around a mobile home for your child is not yeah. right. ideal for a theme park. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that got a little bit ridiculous, and I think it almost became trendy. Is the thing? It was like an iPhone. They didn't get them because they were actually good, or <laughs> they just got them because they were this. I'm sorry. Have I mentioned that I don't like Apple? Yeah, yeah. I can. I can get gathered out from what you said. <laughs> uh, but it's like the selfie stick thing too. That was a big deal for a while, and everybody wanted them, and they were very quick to ban those. And well, yeah, because like there was everybody that had one was like sticking it out in front of themselves in the front of like Splash Mountain or something. Yeah. Right. That wouldn't get caught in the briar patch, would it? Yeah. <laughs> if you get it caught between the log flume and the side or something like that, you're not supposed to put your hand in the water. Darwin says, let him die. <laughs> right anyway. on. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> right. You remember that episode of House? Yes. That's where I was quoting anyway. Yes. Anyway. So let's move along to our main topic of this sh- of this show. This is like a two-in-one, right? Yeah, a two for our main 200 topic. episodes. 200, yes. 200 so topics. 200. Oh, no. <laughs> right. We'll be here a while. So for episode 200, we had two topics in one episode, which yeah. still doesn't fit, right? So we were talking about this a little bit at the end of our last episode we recorded, the news episode. Yeah. yeah. After we were done with the show, we were discussing a little bit. Uh, I can't even remember how it came up. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know either, actually. How did we get on this? But we started talking about cues, and we're like, you know what? This would be a pretty good topic for us to discuss on the show. And I don't know, right. you know, we haven't really like fully prepared this out or anything, but since it was going so well, just kind of freelancing at the end of the news episode, we thought maybe we could discuss it 
on an actual episode. Yeah. And maybe would like it or would like to hear the feedback on it. But one thing Disney has done in comparison to other theme parks really well is over the years they have found a way to make not just the the ride entertaining but the wait entertaining you don't feel like you're waiting as long as you actually are i guess in some ways because mm-hmm. i've i've actually gone into a couple of queues nowadays and i'm like i wish i would it would have slowed down just a little bit for me to uh yeah. <laughs> be able to see see a little more of what was in front of me you know yeah, especially the more like modern queues that it made me think about kind of the evolution of Disney queues. It seems like they started out without much thought of making right. the queue part of the experience. It was just like, you know, chains and posts with very tight right. walkways. The best way for you to see exactly how things were back in the day, visit Disneyland. Yeah, today, yes. Disneyland today yes. Even still today. has... Yes. Many, many queues that are nothing but an outdoor area where you go back and forth a hundred times, rubbing oh, shoulders with people. Yes, I was <laughs> going to say, and the size, like the space between them. Oh, I mean, yeah. this is almost, it's almost as if it were meant for like Munchkin Land or something <laughs> um, oh. in some of these queues. It was not meant for large people at all. Yeah. Um, it was not even meant for tall people in some of them. I, th- I think of like the Pinocchio's Daring Journey queue. Yeah. I mean, I could you could very easily, like, get claustrophobic in that line. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there's some that you feel like you have to walk sideways because they're so just about. Yeah. Yeah. When Disney World first opened, Fantasyland was full of these like just rows of queues. Especially, There's, there's still a few left. I would say that have that. I mean, the teacups comes to mind as one that is pretty much. It's barely a queue, but uh, it's very small, and the carousel is the same way. Right, but they're both outdoor. Well, yeah, that's another thing. The other queues, even the ones that were indoors, yeah. they may have had like a covering over them, but they were pretty much all outdoor queues. Yeah. Well, thanks to what, Retro WDW and seeing actually even the opening to Walt Disney World special, that TV special, the teacups at Disney World was not covered for like the first three years the park was open. So I can imagine during a summer downpour how horrible that was. You could the teacup yeah. would probably literally be filled with water. <laughs> I can say I think the teacups were probably that means the teacups were probably open like I don't know like half a day for like the entire <laughs> summer rain right. season. They'd much. have to uh, blow dry them out uh, to open them back up again. Yeah. But even in California, they used to be totally wide open, and they've covered them a little bit with, like, natural scenery, like trees. Yeah, Yeah, it's actually Um, really beautiful, the way they've done it out there. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like when I was in those, it kind of felt like it was smaller, but surely it couldn't have been. It has to have been the same ones from way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, there's some other cues I was thinking of that are that way, or People Mover and Astro Orbiter are still... That same old ugly back and forth in the chains, yeah, kind of queue. Now the people mover most of the time doesn't have one that goes that far. Sometimes it does have one out there. Yeah, um, occasionally it gets just back below up the, there. yeah, just below the conveyor belt, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the five or ten minute line for people mover before, where you're going 
around and around yeah. <laughs> for a while. The one thing about People Mover is um, it's always moving. So right. because the vehicle's always moving, so yeah. the line's always moving. It does move so. quickly compared to like Astro yeah. Orbiter. <laughs> oh, that's like the most torturous queue ever. It's like a queue to a ride to queue something else. Yeah, basically, because you queue the elevator, then once you're at the top of the elevator, you queue again. <laughs> yeah, I know. But. One of the worst cues I'm thinking of too. Speak, just thinking of that is uh, Magic Carpets of Aladdin during the like noon to like 4 p.m. is like the worst time to be in that queue because it's not a lot of shade there, so you're standing in the middle yeah. of the sun for parts of that yeah. queue. You know, yeah. Just going over this, I'm trying to think which one are some of the worst cues and which one are some of the best cues, and maybe going by park. Yeah. Maybe we could think of it that way. Yeah, we, we just want to start with Magic Kingdom then, or do it in chronological order. Let's start with Animal Kingdom. Oh, okay. I always like doing that. I like going backwards. <laughs> reverse order. Yeah, reverse order, because Magic Kingdom is the is still the coup de grace of the theme parks. Right. I mean, it's the whole reason people go, mostly, you know. What You know, it's funny, a lot of people would say that the modern cues are the best like the brand new ones but i would argue that navi river journey is one of the worst cues whereas hmm. flight of passage is one of the better ones um, i've only seen sections of the standby queue for flight of passage but what i did see of it is amazing it looks awesome yeah see i've actually gone through the standby queue and i thought that that one was a really good queue mm -hmm. um once you get to the actual entrances right obviously before that, you're just standing outside in like a park that's like 10 degrees warmer than the actual temperature. Yeah. So that's usually not very fun. Fortunately, that day that I did do the queue, it was one of the coldest days of the year in uh, Orlando. So right. I didn't have to worry about the temperature too much. Yeah. But and um, you did fast pass for Navi though, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so I have not yeah. been through Navi's. That queue, when you get into the meat of that queue, it is horrible. And all it is is going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. In this uh, semi, it's covered at least, the uh, the main part of the queue, I guess. And they do have a water fountain halfway in. If And uh, they were actually selling stuff to people at one point during the queue. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looked like, I mean... Just from a distance, like looking over there, I feel like they're just like winding, like winding through a bunch of bamboo almost, as well as like from mm -hmm. a distance. Is that kind of what it's? That's what it was. We waited for ninety minutes in that queue one time for no for no reason. I don't know why we did that. Actually, it was stupid, but we did. One of the dumbest things we've ever done. But uh, it was torturous. It was nothing good. The outdoor part when you first walk into the queue is actually better, because <laughs> at least you're looking at like the little fountains and the waterfalls and. Things like that, but once you get into that forest area, it's horrible. Yeah, the part you have to walk by to get to the S Pass queue, that's very pleasant looking. Yeah, um, it the is. The good yeah. news is, once you get in on the inside, you really don't have long before you're at the ride. The way that one, the way that Fast Pass queue works. Right. Yeah. They, it's like they designed that one. Like they started designing rides where the Fast Pass queue is not very long on purpose. I think they try to keep it as uh, empty as possible. I, yeah. I think that's the purpose. Right. Yeah, that fast pass queue, you pretty much go in that little, like over a little bridge, and yeah. you, then you're right there. 
<laughs> You're just like Pretty there. Much. You, you turn right the there corner. where the ride gets on almost. Yeah. I would say one of the worst cues is Kilimanjaro safaris. I don't really love that cue. At least it's covered, but yeah, don't love it. The one thing I will say about it, if you have kids, is you can take the stroller into the first part of the queue, and then they will park it for you. So that's nice. Yeah. That's one of the few. Actually, it's the only queue I can think of where they do that. So It's like the only part of the queue that has anything really themed to it. It's like right there at the very beginning. Yeah. Right there at the entrance. And then it's not long to hear back like in, to an outdoor queue. And there's like this endless hallway yeah. of like TV screens with Wilson Matua on it. Yeah. And you just go down forever and then all of a sudden you break off into these two lines that you always pick the wrong one that ends up being the slower line. <laughs> that kind of thing. So yep. yeah, it's not it's not a great queue. Yeah. And it, and it's like you're almost in line for like a bus. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of what it feels like. So far. Yeah. So, yeah, that is definitely one that's not so great. One that I would say is pretty good, but it's been a long time since the wait's been so long that I actually had to stand in line, although it did, was the very first time that I did it. Uh, it's tough to be a bug. That queue is actually, I always yeah. thought it was pretty interesting. It is cool the, when you uh, slowly go on, like you feel like you're going under the tree and stuff. It's, it's a cool one. And you, right. Get under there in the little cave. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah I like that That's one. one of the ones. Um, like I said, it's been a while since I've actually had to wait any length of time to get into the theater. Right. But, yeah, you're um, usually moving pretty quick. Yeah. But during that time, you know, it's kind of neat that, you know, you see the Tree of Life there and you see all these carvings that are in there. And, yeah. Um, get some good like views. slowly winding to get, like you said, under the tree. And it's like, cool, you're under the tree. And it looks like it, the roots and everything. It looks, yeah. I mean, I always like that attention to detail part. Yeah. And it's one of the few places where you get a really good up-close view of the details in the Tree of Life itself. So, Yeah. That's cool. So I would say that one ranks as one of the better ones over there. Yeah. Dinosaur is just kind of eh, ho-hum, I guess. I mean, it starts out... Yeah, it starts like out you're in a museum. Right, where you yeah. see the big, uh, is it a T-Rex in the... I think it's probably supposed to be. Yeah, it's something I like that. I don't really know. Um, in the main... In the in the ride, they have a Carnotaur, but... That's what I was trying to remember if that was what it was or not. But the museum kind of part is fun. But then once they get in there, you know, it's like a setup for something futuristic and you're about to go, well, you are about to go in a time machine, so I guess that's a pretty good setup for that. You know, not too bad. Yeah, looking through these, I would say my least favorite queue is Primeval Whirl, and it's because we said this during the Parkeology um, follow-up episode. You were you were giving the stats from touring plans about the slowest ride load time. Slowest load time. Yeah. And I, I did look back at that, and it, it's not the slowest there. I there was one other one. It was the next to slowest one. Oh really? Which one would be slower yeah. than that? It's torturously uh, slow. Interestingly enough, slower than that was Triceratops Spin, but y'all are able to get on that one pretty quick, but I don't understand. I think maybe they include the slowness as, like, it takes a while for them to get it started, maybe? Yeah, because they always have to check and make sure everyone has their seatbelt thing on, and almost everybody at one point will forget that the kids are supposed to go on the inside, not the outside, and they'll they'll uh, have to make someone switch. You know, you know that yeah. happens. So, so, somewhat outside factors factor into that one yeah but primeval world is torturously slow and it's a terrible cue 
And it's it's an ugly attraction anyway. It's I guess by design meant to look kind of tacky and ugly, but it's the whole area is. Yeah, it's it's my least favorite theming that Disney's ever done is Dinoland, especially this area where they they now. Again, one I haven't had to wait in a while because I've done single rider there a lot, but Everest actually has a very good queue, I think. Yeah, I was going to say this might be my favorite queue only because I haven't seen all of Flight of Passage queue yet. You know, I've seen parts of it, but Everest, I love walking through there. The detail is awesome in that queue. So it's and how they, Yeah, how they build things up. Like there's a place in there with artifacts Yeah, talking about the Bigfoot or the Yeti or... Things like that. Yeah. It's very Joe Rody, which I love. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you the last time I even went on Collie River Rapids, so I don't remember the queue there. Yeah. So if I had to if I had to personally rate them that I've been through, I would probably say best is still Flights of Passage, followed by Everest. Worst I'm probably gonna have to give to Kilimanjaro. <laughs> I really do. Only because it can be kinda long on top of the other stuff we mentioned. Yeah. Um so I would, I would, it would get my vote for the worst one over there. Right now, because, again, I'm sure Flight of Passage would be my favorite, but I haven't seen all of it still. I've only seen pieces of it. So I'm, I'm going to go with Everest as my favorite, and my least favorite is Primeval World by far. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a tough one for me to say with Primeval World. I, it, it's still pretty bad. But I don't know. It just seems like that Kilimanjaro, it's like, it seems like yeah. it's always hot. No matter what That's time true. of day it is. It's torturously hot in there, yeah. Even though it's covered. It is. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It seems hotter there than any queue I've ever been in. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe Disney's so good at theming that they make it feel like you're on an actual African savanna. <laughs> probably. They did something. Like yeah. they're actually filtering in heat somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and they're getting and you ready for a fan on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it feel like you'd like to, to circulate the heat to make it at least seem like they're doing something. Right, yeah. Hollywood All right, Studio. so let's move on. Yes, mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios. Um, it's going to be kind of hard to judge because there's been so many things that were down. I don't know. Why don't you start? Well, I will, I'll mention that as far as Toy Story Land goes, I don't love the queues there except for the new queue for Midway Mania is pretty good because they have the Mr. Potato Head back. The right. queue itself is still pretty much just winding back and forth for a while, but at least... That queue, I love the Toy Story music and everything is good there. The worst queue by far to me is Alien Swirling Saucers because they just have this weird alien noise. I can't really describe it. It's just this weird humming noise that has happening the whole time and it's incredibly annoying and that's all you hear for the entire... There's no music as far except for the ride music that you can hear from the distance, but... Uh, I have not actually done the standby for Slinky Dog. I've only fast passed it, so it looks torturous, though. <laughs> so I don't want to do that one. But the queue well, itself doesn't seem all that great. So yeah, I can't really speak of anything in Toy Story Land thus far. I could imagine because to me, the Toy Story Mania one wasn't all that bad before. I feel like it it looks from what I've seen of it looks better. Yeah, they improved it. So they did improve that one. Star Tours is a great queue still. I think it's a little boring now. It's not as entertaining as it used to be. But it's still fun like to look up and see like the Admiral Akbar looking characters up in the control room and then R2 and 3PO are talking and then you got the little uh you said it was Patrick Warburton, right? 
doing the voice yeah. of the little um, droid checking yeah. the bags, and he does a horrible job of it. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> he, he says some pretty funny lines. But then towards the end, it's it's boring. There's not really anything going on in that queue. But it's a fast-moving queue, so uh, Star Tours is eats a lot of uh, people, so it's easy to... It moves through pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, there's still... If you're a Star Wars fan, it's still pretty neat walking yeah. in there and seeing... 3PO and R2 working on the speeder, or, right. or not the speeder, but the, the ride vehicle. vehicle, basically. And them having their banter going back and forth and yeah. things like that. So there's there's elements to it that um, I think for, like us, it's probably gotten a little bit stale because we've it's been so long that we've seen it. Right. And it is one of the older ones in Hollywood Studios. True. It has a cube. So. The Ewok Village looks cool from outside, but when you're in it, it's not that right. it's not that good to look at. It's yeah, yeah, it's not good to look at the <laughs> the back holes with exactly. the numbers on them. Yeah, or looking at the half the back half of the AT-AT, which is not even anywhere near complete. Right. It's not not even close. Right, yeah. it's like a hollowed out. <laughs> kind of ruins the magic there, but again, it was yeah. supposed to be by design again. Of the ones that I've done, I have to actually say my favorite queue is also my favorite attraction, and that's Tower of Terror. Yeah. And I would agree with you on that one. It's not just, my favorite ride. But... Yeah. Just the detail in general, all mm -hmm. the way through it, is why it's my favorite attraction there. Yeah, it's awesome queue. Yeah. Uh, even the outdoor part of that queue is enjoyable to me. I, I like because yeah. you get great views of the actual tower, and you get to see the, the uh, people screaming, and you hear them, and... It's one heck of a drop. You get, you get mist. Of course, now, when you get the mist on you, depending on the time of year, I mean, it's only adding to the humidity that's already on you. <laughs> right. But, um, so yeah. it helps marginally for like about 10 seconds until, until the coolness wears off. Yeah. Uh, and then you're just more sticky. To me, but, the queue feels like it's very similar to Haunted Mansion in my mind, like if it was a modern version of haunted mansion i guess more a little bit more modern version it has some elements to it because of the nature of the ride and the way mm -hmm. they design things in the I show think. going into a showroom kind of and yeah yeah and it's designed similar. to be creepy because it's you know because exactly. of what it is I, so. I even the boiler room part of the queue is actually really enjoyable i i love the, yeah. that part of the queue as well like I said, there, there's detail detail all throughout this except for the part where you go behind the library to get to the boiler room other than that, detail is spot on. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> you're right on that one. Yeah. It's like the library is also in the basement, apparently, because you go behind it, and you don't even go down. You actually walk up a little bit, and you're in the boiler room. Yeah. I would say, on the flip side of this, right next to, or very close to Tower of Terror, is probably my least favorite queue is Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. I was thinking about that while we were discussing Hollywood Studios, and you were talking about Toy Story Land, I was thinking through some of the other ones and I was like, you know, Rock and Roller Coaster is one that there's elements of it that I like, but in general, I really don't. Yeah, it's it, especially the outdoor part is, is just not, there's nothing interesting about it at all. But then again, I can't tell you the last time that I didn't do Single Rider. <laughs> so yeah. that might factor into it because I'm like, every time I've done Single Rider, I always come in from that one side, you know, and I didn't see the rest of it. Yeah, so. and I've only done Fast Pass the last, I don't know, several times I've done it has been Fast Pass, so I don't remember, honestly, the full queue if it goes much further in with that. Right. Once you get in the building, I don't know where the standby goes. 
In the regular queue, it's like you're going into a studio and it has that dis- guitars on display. Okay. Uh, it has like That's a Les Paul on display. I remember that part. Somewhat more enjoyable, I guess. Yeah. Not as much there before you really get to, once you get inside, I mean, it's just about it. There's not much of a wait going into the, yeah. the pre-show room. And then, of course, once you're out there, it's, you know, you see the ride, but there's nothing really much to it other than that. It's like you're in a back alley, really. I mean. Yeah. Um, Great Movie Ride was pretty good back when it was still there. Yeah. It's been a little while since I had to queue it, but I remember having to queue it at least once. And the Indiana Jones queue is pretty bad. Yeah, it's been so long since I've done it, I don't really remember what the actual queue part of the stunt show is. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a big theater, so you don't have to queue for very long. And nowadays, you probably never have to queue because I find it hard to believe they fill the show up every time. You're really just waiting for the next show. But the, right. the elements where you have to go in there, again, it's pretty bad. Really? <laughs> it's just like going in a bunch of bushes, pretty much. It's like you're hanging out in the bushes waiting to get into the theater. <laughs> hanging out in the bushes. Pretty much. That's probably where my dad filmed part of the show back in 1989 when they yeah, were rehearsing it. Possibly. <laughs> he was hanging out in the bushes then. <laughs> I saw, though, recently um, over there, I walked near the exit queue, I guess, or I, you don't really want to call it queue, it's exit path, and it, it looked like right. there were some props from Last Crusade over there. I wonder if those were from the backlot tour that they moved over. I don't know. They've always, there's been something at the end of it. Like the tank used to be there at the end of it a long mm. time ago. Tank was still, still there. Is. I think the tank's still, still there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's been there forever, though. So it's always been there. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's always. Because, you know, this was released the same year as Crusade, so yeah. they've already filmed with it. So and they probably either moved it over there not long after or even right, right when yeah. it happened, so I don't know. I know they used to have some of the other vehicles from that from Last Crusade on the Backlot Tour. I just wonder what happened to some of those. Right. Yeah, true. I don't know. So, I'm going to call that one my worst. Okay. Over there. Gotcha. But, all right. Moving along, so we don't make this our forever episode. Um, yeah. Epcot. <laughs> A 200-minute episode, no. Right. That was what we were going for. Over in Epcot, when I think about it, there's really not a ton of them that you have to queue very long, except for maybe Test Track, Frozen, and Soren. Most of them don't really queue very long. I'm going to say my worst cue, though, has got to be Soren. Yeah, it's that's, horrible. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially for one that's more modern, it's not... I mean, they tried to keep it more entertaining with those screens and having games on it and everything, but it's, you know, it doesn't keep your attention very long. Yeah. Talk about an endless hallway. It, it feels, when you're in the standby line, it feels like you're walking forever and you're never going to get there. Right. Yeah. The thing is, they were trying to go for the whole airport feel, and it still just doesn't. It's like it doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't feel like an airport at all. And the issue <laughs> I've noticed is the queue is too wide. The the yeah, it's pretty wide. So people will try to sneak in front of you if you're not paying attention. That's happened many times. I've seen that. Yeah, and so, they're like bottlenecks. It like narrows up right there for that turn. Right. So if you're in the early part of the queue, people watch watch your back and put your arms wide out because people are going to try and cut around you yeah. if you're not paying attention. I mean, while we're in the land, the, the living with the land queue, there's nothing interesting about that queue at all. It's usually not a long wait, but it's still a boring queue. Yeah. I mean, you can see some of the interesting little kid stuff, I think, like stuff that they 
quoted or whatever it was on the wall or something like that, if, mm. if I remember that correctly. Usually all I see is the sunshine seasons and I just get hungry. <laughs> or you like, smell something coming from over there. Exactly. An so. Another cue that is horrible to me is the seas with Nemo and friends because there's never anybody in that queue. Unless, I mean, occasionally it gets busy just because it's crazy for spring break or something. But usually you're wa it's like the, the mermaid so under the sea. you hate it because you don't get to stay in it long enough? I mean, no, I hate it because it's torturously long and you have to walk for a mile for uh, to, before you get there. You don't have to walk near as long as in Mermaid, because once you're in the, you I mean you go on the inside, you have to you do that one little zigzag. Then there's a room that yeah. they have a place where you could even zigzag even more, except for they never need it, so yeah. they don't. They, you know they cut most of it off, and you walk right. right by where the fish, the moon fish are making their faces. Yeah, and, this uh, is boring. Then you're pretty much there, though. So. Yeah, the sea, the Mermaid one is much longer. Yeah, it's it's worse. Yeah. But this one is still one of my least favorites. It's probably not my least favorite total overall, but it is. Yeah. It is not fun. I kind of like that queue, though. I don't know. It's well, on a really hot day, it's probably good because it's nice and cold in there and dark. Yeah, so. It, it, yeah, and it makes it feel like you're under the sea. Very like, like yeah, like you're under the under the ocean. Yeah. So. yeah. It's good with the theming. That's one of the things it gets points for. for me. Theming is good there, but it's too long to me. Like, I think Mission Space is pretty cool, only in the the giant space station wheel. Yeah. Other than that, there's not a whole lot to it. Well, there's the rover vehicle in there. Yeah. But, um... It's an okay queue, yeah. It's not amazing, but it's not, not great. Test Track is not... I don't know, it's still not... It's actually worse, I think. Yeah, I don't... I'm... Yeah, I, I the original queue I'm more of a fan of than the current queue and the way that it moves you through. I don't love but it. But the original, you know, the original queue, even though it was you know pretty repetitive music-wise and stuff like that. <laughs> That's true. At least there was stuff for you to see, more yeah. stuff for you to see. There was more going on. It was busier. Yeah. More little neat little things for you to watch when you walked by them. Right. I think that was a better element than what it is now. Yeah. So it's actually worse to me than it was, like you say. And Frozen, I've actually never done the full, full queue, but I've seen it, and I actually think that would be an entertaining one. So Yeah. What I've seen of it, I like, except there is this one part where you zigzag a lot, and it's a very tight area. In the middle of it? Yeah. That looks that does not look fun. But the fast pass line is really awesome, because it's, it's super quick. Because <laughs> it's short. <laughs> it moves very fast, <laughs> I'll tell you that. But the True. part where you go into, like, Oaken's yeah. little sauna or whatever looks really cool uh, that would be cool I, I tell you what I just thought of it though what I've got to say is the absolute worst and part of it is because of something they can't really help it's because of space but it's got to be Grand Fiesta Tour <laughs> that's what I was going to say too <laughs> yeah it's it's got to be the worst it's usually fast moving and it's usually not too busy but when it gets to the point like when we did the challenge it was out in the area in front of the restaurant, you know, it had to extend the queue. That is awful. It's so awful yeah. when you're in that, that queue. There's nothing interesting about it. Yeah. So. If it wasn't for the high capacity of the ride, that could get pretty long. Yeah. It would um, be terrible. Which is probably why they haven't converted it to Coco or whatever, because they're like, we don't need pe more people riding this ride. Yeah. 
Well, they do space the boats out a little bit. They can always, you know, make it where the boats aren't quite as spaced out if they ever needed to. You know, they could always use more. If they, you know, I'm sure they monitor that depending on how busy the day is. Yeah. Spaceship Earth, I don't love either. It's not a great queue because it's basically all outdoors. Yeah, I just realized Epcot's like the worst queue park. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find one that I really like, and I can't think of one. Yeah, in general, it's like some of the worst queues ever. The only I'm thing I think I, what's my favorite one? Yeah, like you said the only thing I can really say that I love about uh, Spaceship Earth is when you're going up the ramp, like at the very end of the queue, and you sort of get that smell from the inside of the building that. That familiarity that you get, it's like, ah. It's called air conditioning. Well, I don't think, I mean, there's more to it than that. It, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just that smell of, like, old animatronics. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. I can say, I have a smell of Epcot in my room right now. It's called Rome Burning. There you have it. And that's, yeah, <laughs> that's one of the best smelling rides. <laughs> Sounds really weird. Smelling rides. <laughs> it's one of the best smelly rides. Yeah, that's um, the only part and, of the queue I like, though. I don't know about what it'll be like when Guardians opens, but Energy never really had a queue. <laughs> yeah. Not, not for a really long time. I'm sure Guardians will have one. And the Journey to Imagination queue is horrible, too. It's torturous. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just long. It's, it moves it's, okay, but it's pretty long. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never really had to wait in it, though. That's the thing. So, If I have to pick one that's probably a favorite over there, it's hard to say. Mission Space is probably the best queue that I can think of. Mission Space is up there. <laughs> Not saying much. And like I said, I think Frozen is too, but because it's even though I know you said it does some zigzagging in it, but it's also all indoors at least if you're in the zigzag. Yeah. Frozen, so. I like the Frozen queue, but again, I've only done the Fast Pass queue, so <laughs> the Fast Pass queue is awesome. But so moving on to the granddaddy of them all now, the Magic Kingdom. Right. Probably the granddaddy of all the queues as well. A lot of them, them, that's for sure. The most rides. Some of the better queues are probably going to be the newer ones in this particular case. Not all cases, but some of the better queues will be. I would agree. Some of the worst queues are going to be some of the old ones. Just the way way it kind of works. I'll let you start this one off. Well, I'll start on Main Street because there is a queue for meeting Mickey. Well, now, now currently it's Mickey and Minnie and Tinkerbell. And those are boring cues. The only good part about the Mickey one is you get to see, like, Mickey's little mail room near the end of the queue. And you get to see, like, there's a few interactive things in there. It's not great, but it's okay. So would you say that's one of the worst? I'd say it's the middle of the road. It's meh. See, uh, the the first one I think of when I think of worst... And mm-hmm. I guess we're going to take a right and go over in Tomorrowland. But yeah. I think of Buzz. Yeah, it's not Buzz great. Is like, it's one of the worst. And partially, I mean, th- thankfully it moves pretty fast, but partially because of the repetitive soundtrack or the, to the queue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is part of the reason why I hate that queue. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm usually fast-passing this one, but... A lot of times the queue gets well outside before you even get into the building. So there's a lot of the outdoor zigzagging, which is horrible. There's that. Yeah, yeah that's the worst part. But inside there's zigzagging, and it's yeah. to the tune of. Yeah, that's music. Yeah. Which is, or however you do it. 
And I will say that the worst things. Yeah, that Buzz Lightyear um, animatronic is not as not that impressive anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. I will say the person that's doing the voice impersonation is quite good. I mean, I, you yeah. know, when you're over a crowd, it makes you think it's Tim Allen. When, yeah. when you actually get to listen to it with no crowd around, you can kind of tell, no, it's not. Yeah, it's obvious that it's not, but he does do a pretty good job, I will say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree. Yeah, good enough, like I said, for when you're in a crowd, it makes you still think, you don't think anything about it. Let's put it that way. Let's yeah, just continue going along the bad ones themes. Think of some more bad ones. Well, we with. talked about this. We were talking earlier about People Mover and Astro Orbiter were pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Tomorrowland has some of the worst. Tomorrowland <laughs> Speedway is is equally bad. It's probably, I would say it's my least favorite, actually, because of the fume yeah. uh, issue as well. You're standing there on top of these cars that are just sitting there waiting to pull up and stop at the loading area. And it's it's all horrible smell and odor and you get nauseous up there. There's little to no shade. That's well. the other thing, yeah. It's horrible. Horrible cue. So, yeah. I feel like Tomorrowland really does have some of the worst, though, now that I think about it. Yeah, the only one that I kind of like is Space Mountain, and that one's really not that great either. <laughs> well, you think about it. Of the attractions that exist there currently, the queues are pretty much outdoors for most all but Space Mountain, or all of them but Space Mountain. And Space yeah. Mountain can get outside, but it usually is not. I mean, usually most it's most of the queues inside. Yeah. But, you know, Buzz can get outside. Carousel of Progress, if there's any line, is outside. Yeah, it's all out. Astro Orbiter and People Mover outside, as well as Speedway, all outside. And not really any shade. The only reason why there's any shade over there for uh, People Mover is because of the structure that it's on and those trees. That's yeah. the only reason why there's <laughs> any whatsoever. Yeah, not much of one. So... Well, so I guess swinging it around to Fantasyland, what do you think is one of the best and worst out um, of that? I would say the best queue is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It's actually a very fun queue to be in. Yeah. Like I said, one of the newer ones is going to be yeah. more interactive. Yeah. It's a fun queue. They have dialed back the interactive parts of the queue. Like they used to have the little games you could play on the screens going by and catching the jewels yeah. and stuff. But they got they rid probably of just increased the wait time. Exactly. That's probably why they got rid of it. And now they're just like jewels that you can... They're like glowing, but you can't really do anything with them. So it probably helps the line move faster. Probably. But it's still an enjoyable queue. I, I, it's still an enjoyable queue to me for the most part. There's not a whole lot to say negatively about it, except that it's long most of the time. You know that part with the like the water, like the kind of fountains thing, yeah. the color lights is really yeah. cool at nighttime yeah yeah that one's good uh interactive i think uh, when i think of uh, little mermaid even though you just pretty much breeze right through it it's supposed to be interactive whenever it used to, back when it had a line like the first day it was open yeah um, but <laughs> it's... The, the interactive element was probably more used right in. it's a um, well-themed queue though it's a very well-themed queue it's just you never need it and that's the other thing right. Like, say, if I were going to compare that with the one out in California, oh, yeah, most definitely that's true. Florida. Yes, it's way <laughs> better. Way better. And if you're sharp-eyed, you can see a uh, nod to the Nautilus in the outdoor part yep. of the queue, so that's yep. always cool. There you go. Poo, there's nothing really to poo. Poo is poo. They've added some elements for the kids to be entertained with. Yeah. And like you mentioned, the 
before i think the the drawing in the honey thing part's pretty cool that's probably the best part of the queue until you realize you're catching swine flu or something from somebody but <laughs> other than that it's pretty good yeah. at least if they had to do an older queue line style they put something entertaining in it <laughs> right yeah the kids love that the only problem is the beginning part where there's usually not a line if you're if you're going at the right time like we right. try to do those parts the kids always want to play in those areas and there's never a line there so that's there a hold up for the line but works against you in that case it does yeah um, i guess that brings dumbo i mean dumbo would be kind of a good cue for kids as well i i agree yeah i think this is a good cue we mostly do fast pass for dumbo because it's not hard to get one for dumbo but the one time i think we did this it was good the kids We'll enjoy playing in that circus area in the tent, and it's air-conditioned, so it's good for the parents. There's some places to sit around, so it's a good way to do the queue. Go Barnstormer. Barnstormer's not great, but... Yeah, that's not a good one. It's usually not that bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ride's like half a second, right? right. So, I mean, you I can't will... possibly queue for very long. The good thing about it right now, though, is you get the best views of Tron construction in the park from the queue of Barnstormer. So. Hmm. Yeah. Here's your plus there. So there's a thing. Small World is not so great. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's not, not great. Best yeah, I agree. It's not the best. Um, it's The Disneyland queue is way better. Yeah, at least it's got a roof over it. That's the only thing I can say about it. Yeah, um, you feel like you're going into a dungeon when you're going down in there, though. It's so it's dirty feeling. Yeah, the carousel again, not great. Yeah, uh, let's see. especially at noon, it's like the worst <laughs> in the oh, afternoon. Yeah. Do the carousel at night. Let's see, what am I missing? Oh, uh, a good queue, really, and a, a, you only have to queue a little bit through it, though. Um, is the uh, Enchanted Tales with Belle. I think that's a good yeah, queue. that is a pretty good queue. Yeah, it's not a bad one in the little forest area. Yeah, and that's one that we enjoyed. I thought that was a really neat experience. Mm-hmm. That's not um, a bad little, little experience. Philhar Magic. I don't guess you really queue very long in there, but it's kind of it's really not great. It's more of a waiting area, really. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I mean, it does have a place for you to walk through, where there could be a wait if it ever got on a busy day. I could see. Yeah. But that area is really still not that great. It's just like posters, not a whole lot to it. There's technically a queue for the Princess Fairytale Hall, and it's it's okay, like the, that area. I've gone yeah. through there a couple times. It's not bad. Actually, yeah, if you're queuing the regular line, you have more stuff to keep you entertained for your wait than you do in the Fast Pass queue, actually. The Fast Pass queue, or at least on the one side, yeah. we had the Fast Pass that we got on for... I think it was Cinderella and Elena, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they were together. Yeah. And think... you still had to wait in the Fast Pass line, and it didn't, you didn't see anything hardly. It just wasn't as long a wait, but you still had to wait longer than you do a lot of other Fast Pass. The actual line going to Tiana and Rapunzel right. was entertaining. There was stuff to look at, you know. And I think the main line for the other two is goes into the same area because all that used to be somehow connected with... Snow White's uh, Adventures. Right. Do, yeah. Once upon a time. Let's see. Peter uh, Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah, that's like the only one left, right? It's a better queue, but it's still kind of bad to me <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you add the one section that's better. Yeah. It makes this more entertaining. 
the, the rest of it's really the same as it's always been. Right. It's walking back and forth. I think the reason why Disney did came out with the Disney Play app for folks in the line is because every time they add interactive elements, it holds up the line more so than... Because people all want to do the effects. It's right. Like, they want to get the full experience now. Because the effects are really cool, like doing the little Tinkerbell stuff and ringing the bells of the shadows and stuff. It's really cool in that queue, but it it does hold the line up because people yeah. all want to do it. And I think that's one reason why they did it for the, the play app because you're on your phone. You can walk with the interactivity. Yeah, rather than, quite possibly. Yeah. Peter Pan is still, in my book, one of the worst queues, even with that element added. I mean, it's... It's better than it was. We'll put it that way. Yeah. They improved it's a still, really long queue. Yeah. It still doesn't make it one of the best. I think the, of the best ones we've done so far or seen so far, I actually like, well, it's like it's like I like parts of all of these to some degree. Because, like, Space Mountain, I actually like the Star Tunnel for some reason. Yeah. I like uh, that part. But the end, room. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Kind of torturous, really. Yeah. Once you get past the Star Tunnel. Yeah. Uh, I know I backtracked a little bit, so we're moving on around, going to Liberty Square. Pretty much the only ones there are Hall of Presidents and Haunted Mansion. I don't think Hall of Presidents has had a wait ever. Well, you Haunted Mansion? Yeah. It's not a bad queue. I, I like the Haunted Mansion queue. It's See, good. I think the, the Haunted Mansion one, I have actually a couple of times opted to go the graveyard route on purpose just to see all the, yeah. the elements out there. I mean, it's almost like they made it a selective queue. Like, you know, yeah. you don't have to go this area, but you can if you want to. <laughs> right. That sort of thing. And uh, it's pretty neat little things over there. Yeah. The the little interactive elements they've added is pretty cool. Uh, even though the outdoor part's kind of boring, at least you get to see the, the scenery of the mansion. Yeah. You can watch the Liberty Bell go by if you're lucky, yeah. the timing, so... It's not it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Once yeah, it's middle of the road. It's pretty good. Better than most that we've talked about, actually. Yeah, with the exception of, like I said, Mine Train. Yeah, so let's see. And like I said, Hall of Presidents, I don't know that it's ever had a queue. The Riverboat is pretty Bears? boring. I mean, this, yeah, the, yeah, the river, yeah, Riverboat's pretty boring. Does Country Bears count as having a queue? I mean, uh, you have to wait. It's more like a waiting area. Right. I would say Liberty Bell is more like a waiting area, too. You're not really yeah. in a queue for that. Speaking of really long, Splash Mountain, the area you have to walk queue-wise, even if it's not actually that long of a wait. Yeah, that outdoor part is is horrible, that first part. Yeah. There's aspects to it that I like. Right. There's some good. Yeah. Especially once you get closer, you see the, little, the neat little things. I could see somebody that was claustrophobic not liking it once you get into that part. <laughs> I could see that yeah. happening. Yeah, definitely. So there's that. Big Thunder, really not so much uh, a great queue. Yeah, I mean, there's parts of it that are good, parts of it that are super boring and long and windy, too. So it's See, the thing about it is with Big Thunder, at the very beginning, it's like looks pretty good when you walk in, like the stuff that they have out there, like Litteman Hyde and uh-huh. Box, you know, for the dynamite, things like that. Right, yeah. And so Funny but stuff. then once you get past the beginning, it's like that was it. Just walking through endless wood. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. And once you go down into the loading area, it's just a mess of people that you're just sort of mushing into until you get on the ride. So that's that's pretty much all there is to that. Um, oh, terrible though. 
All right, so I guess we move around. Tom Sawyer's Island didn't really have a queue. If you do, you're waiting on the raft. It's more like a waiting area, yeah. too. Yeah, the raft, I mean, technically it does queue a little bit there, but it's not much of a queue. There's nothing yeah. really noteworthy there. So if you move into Adventureland... Yeah, now we're um, talking. Probably my favorite queue, Yeah, and I'm going to say it's my best one, is Pirates. I'm going to agree. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the best fun. one in Disney still. It's the most detailed... And I think we've talked about this before. If you combined Walt Disney World's queue with Disneyland's, Disneyland's right. attraction, you'd have like the perfect attraction. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And from what I remember of the Disneyland Paris one, that one was almost like that. It was very much a combination of the two. So that one is a better queue than the Florida one. But as far as Florida goes, this is the best queue at Magic Kingdom probably. Yeah. One I can think of. That's the, the I best. mean, detail-wise, once you get in there, it's just, it's really the things you can, like you hear pirates digging in that one side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Over it, on the side. And you can look so, down and see the, the skeleton uh, chess game yeah. going on and stuff like that. Exactly. The jail yeah. area, and then there's the armory. Yeah. And, and it's two fun. different sides to it, which are two totally different cues, really. Yeah. The other side has doesn't have as much. I think it, I feel like that left side is just slightly shorter. I could be wrong. Magic Carpets of Aladdin is not a good cue. Nope. <laughs> it's another one of those you want to avoid in the afternoon because it's yeah, torturous. Jungle Cruise again. There's some little things in it that are yeah entertaining, but still overall, I don't think it's really that great. What do you think of that one? Yeah, it's. I love listening to the sound and like the little announcements that get made over the the little intercom is is funny. I saw a lot of this queue at the Christmas party because we did it before the park officially closed for the park Christmas party. Some of the elements they added for the Christmas party were really funny. So there are some yeah. cool details in there, but it's a lot of back and forth if you're in the right. standby queue. So it's... A little entertaining, a little boring. It's kind of middle of the road. Gotcha. Yeah. I think I pretty much covered it because Tiki Room doesn't really have much of a queue, right? Eh, it's kind You're of a have queue. have a pre-show. Right. You know, I will say that the Swiss Family Treehouse is a fantastic queue if there was a ride <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> it's an awesome queue. It really, yeah, I know. It is actually an awesome queue. <laughs> but there's no ride at the but end it, of it. That's what it is. It, the attraction is the queue. Right. The queue to nowhere. Right. We're merrily on our way to nowhere. <laughs> right. Uh, so, I think that pretty much covers all of them. Yeah, yeah Pirates is definitely my favorite one there. Yeah. Some Pirates, other good ones, though. Pirates and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train are, are the best. Yeah. The worst. And even Mermaid. Gosh, there's so many bad ones. Yeah, there's some pretty rough ones over there. I don't know. I think just because of the music part alone, I'm going to have to go with Buzz. That, uh, uh. No, I changed my pick already. Um, okay. I'm going to go with Speedway as the word. Good point, because you might die in that queue from, <laughs> <laughs> from carbon dioxide uh, poisoning. Yeah, I think that's going to be the worst. And the, <laughs> the, the lack of shade. Yeah. I mean, I it's think one of those right. things where, at least if you're going to queue outside, let there be some sort of reward at the end where you're indoors. There, you queue outside and you stay with the sun beating on your head while you're actually on the attraction as well. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know. There's no there's no real reward for this for this queue. Right. Whenever I've done Speedway or Astro Orbiter, I uh, tend to ride both of those at night. 
Astro Orbiter is way more fun at night anyway. You should always ride that True. one at night. So It's always fun to try and time it with the fireworks. So I believe that wraps up our episode of cues, unless you have something else you want to add. I was going to say the worst cue is actually when you're leaving Magic Kingdom trying to queue onto the ferry boat or the monorail. Oh, yeah. That's the worst cue. But Yeah, I think the monorail at the end of a day of a day at Magic Kingdom is the worst cue ever. Unless you're staying at one of the resorts, then, then it's not so bad. But eh, I don't know. It's still pretty bad. Yeah. Because you're standing in line to potentially stand... Again. On the monorail, yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely you will be. I guess that's true with a bus, too. I, mean, I think a bus is probably going to be a little worse. Yeah, if you're going to Art of Animation or Pop Century, which are usually the last two bus stops, even All Stars is pretty far down there, yeah. You got a long walk, and then you're going to wait four hours to get on a bus. <laughs> I think the buses, too, require a little bit of a workout still, more so than the monorail. Because if you're standing, you kind of have to, like hang on to this that and the other and keep from yeah you know, the whole ways like <laughs> i was holding my I, I think i mentioned this once holding my five-year-old on a bus from animal kingdom back to our hotel because he was really tired at the end of that day and i was having to stand and hold on to the thing and we we took a really sharp turn and almost flew into like these two ladies who were sitting next to where i was standing and uh mm-hmm. My son went tumbling right on top of him, so that was fun. <laughs> but they were nice yeah, about sure. it. They were very nice about yeah. it. Like, they, they understood. Yeah. Like, that was not fun. All right, so we're done with the cues. <laughs> Time will go on to the R's. That's funny. So, as always, you can uh, visit us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at TWTM Podcast. We also have a Spreadshirt store if you would like to get your exclusive TWTM podcast gear. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. And we also have a website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. Our email address is podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash TWTM podcast. And before I forget that uh, I activated our giveaway that I meant to activate like six months ago. We have a uh, Disneyland Paris Park map giveaway that is on our website right now. So Disneyland... TravelingWithTheMouse.com slash giveaway if you want to enter to win that. Alright, so for Adam, my name is John. This has been Traveling With The Mouse and we hope you will join us on our next trip.